0: I heard Jack Stoney is dead, Dead. he fell asleep while he was walking on shattered glass,
1: couldn't make peace with himself, himself. it took a while but it always would bite his ass, cause he was working on dying, with all his nightmares it's a shock he made 24. 24, and if you're working on dying, it's the quickest way Your knees, your
2: shattered. I heard the grace of the dust sought absolution for a sin they could not forgive. They made the bed with the Duke and risked it all to take the
1: Sweet. In a cage. But if the city stays bright and you can put up a fight, then I can.
3: Listening to left of the dial. I'm your host, Kitsy, and with me, as always, is the unshatterable Caleb Coy.
4: Oh well, thank God for that because I, I hurt myself just
3: just a few moments ago, just dancing along. <laughs> yes, yeah, I saw nothing, you I saw you nothing there. Nothing feels broken, but but it definitely hurts. <laughs> well, I'm glad glad you're unshatterable because, Caleb, we have reached the culmination of our second year as a podcast. This,
4: uh, if I'm not mistaken, the correct term would be the, the penultimate episode of the year.
3: Uh, being,
4: being the second to last?
3: I'd, yeah, I guess. I should have come up with an episode about an ultimate pen. <laughs> that would have been way better than what I did come up with. But what I did come up with, Caleb what did you come up with is I came up with, uh, and this is a very original idea because I definitely didn't do this exact thing last year, mm. uh, which okay. is okay. I picked 10 releases that came out this year that I thought were great and they are in no particular order. I don't like to do countdowns or, or ordering or ranking because that implies that one of them is better than the other and they're all fucking great. That's a fair statement. Uh, a lot of really good music came out this year. Um, it was actually hard for me to whittle this down to 10. I think the, the, original list I made had about 30. I believe that. Oh,
4: God, I definitely bruised my heel. That's going to
3: feel awesome. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, Caleb, should we tell everyone what you bruised your heel to? We should. Uh, It shouldn't be in vain. It should not be in vain. So the song that you all heard coming into the podcast and the song that Caleb bruised his heel to is, of course, shattered by the Tisburys off of the EP they put out earlier this year called Pictures of Fireworks.
4: Now, my memory is a garbage, garbage fire. You yeah. know this about yeah. me. There's a lot of things I don't remember, but I know, I remember, I know deep down in my core that the Tisbury's are rat as fuck.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes. And we had them on, uh, on the podcast to talk about uh, Sun Goes Down, the, the yeah. record, they, the, the last full-length record they put out. That sounds um, right. But, uh, but this, this came out uh, midway through the year, Pictures of Fireworks. And, uh, I love it because it is such a stylistic departure from what we're used to with the Tisbury's with just a straight ahead, you know, two guitar rock and roll band. Mm -hmm. And the spirit of that is still there, but there's a lot going on in this song production wise. And I love it.
4: You know, in, in some ways I heard this song and I thought this is like an unreleased Billy Joel demo. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> it's got a lot of that but I mean it's very like piano driven And that like the specific Electric piano sound that they get On this is To me The ultimate like 80s, 90s Piano Like pop song sound Like when I like When I make jokes about like if you ever Like really let me run, run wild on the show We're gonna talk about Amy Grant
3: Like that's mm-hmm. the Amy Grant piano tone Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> So, <laughs> this song really has two things that it reminds me of, um, and, th- and the first is very mid '80s Tom Petty. Okay, yes. Um, and I just mean that in the in the overall vibe of the song. Like this, this gives me a very strong, um, you know, don't come around here no more kind of vibe. Yeah. Uh, or that song he did with Stevie Nicks. Um, it's just I think that the drums specifically, like the the program drums with the like toms, you know uh are, are are a big part of that um but it's just got it's got a very like if you had told me this song was on the radio in the 80s i would 100% believe you oh yeah i mean you you could have if, if you didn't tell me who this was i would have believed that this was straight out of the 80s
4: if you told me who it was but gave me no other context i would have believed that it was a cover of an 80s song sure yeah but uh, you know, knowing that it is an original song written by a currently active band, uh, just makes it all the more special, uh, in, in my opinion. Uh, I will say there is one thing about it that really disappointed me. Oh no! There is nowhere near enough reverb on the snare. Okay. I want those. I want those big Brian Adams snare hits. All
3: right, <laughs> that's fair. That's a fair. That's a fair criticism. Where the decay is still happening as the next snare hit comes in. It's just... Yeah, like,
4: we've been talking about the song for, like, five and a half minutes, and, like, the last snare hit should still be
3: ringing out. (laughs) That might be a bit much. Uh, But uh, uh, some other notable things about this song is it features a uh, cameo. Is cameo the right word when you're talking about music? I don't know. I don't think it is. Um, We're music journalists. We should know this. We should I don't, I don't I, think, I don't think cameo is an unacceptable term, but I don't think it is the, the standard. Well, either way, it features some dope singing by uh, August from Riverby, an appearance from an appearance an appearance, a special appearance uh, from August from Riverby. And given that the Tisburys are basically Riverby's backing band, it does kind of beg the question like, is this really just a Riverby song in disguise like I don't know I don't know what's going on there.
4: Yeah, that I mean, you could definitely make the case that yeah. they just they just shoehorned a Riverby song onto a, a Tisbury's EP.
3: I mean, I, I you know I would make that case if August did most of the singing, but they do not. Yeah. Uh, Tyler yes. does most of the singing, so I think that's that's where we we get that uh, Tisbury's qualifier. But uh, that's fair. But also, it's kind of cheating
4: that they have two, uh, actually more, because. Uh, there's uh, the the dubs the the dub subs or whatever like the Doug
3: Keller and the dub subs yeah
4: yeah so like they have at least 3 and you know probably more than I'm I'm not aware of off the top of my head uh, incredible bands all in one scene and that's you know it's it's kind of cheating you all not even you're in just, one
3: scene it's just like all the same people it's just the same, <laughs> same people <laughs> rotating around whoever's in charge that, that's and, what i'm saying there's like this little group of people they're yeah. just doing they're, you know you you're doing too much you're making the rest of us look bad <laughs> (laughs) I mean, really. And that's the thing is like, it'd be one thing if they were putting out like mediocre just, you know, stuff, but it's all so good. Yeah. They're not just putting out songs to put them out
4: like, just like churning them out. Like, you know, early 2000s Rivers Cuomo. Like they're
3: like, these are good jams. They're very good jams. Uh, I have a couple of awards to give out. Oh, on this, on this episode, um, these are these are meaningless bullshit awards. They don't count for anything. Um, Most improved. Don't don't yeah. <laughs> Most likely to graduate. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I gave uh, I gave Shattered by the Tisbury's the award of best saxophone solo of 2021. Oh, okay, all right. As as far as songs I'm aware of, anyway. I I don't know that uh, that a, a better saxophone solo comes to mind. Well, there you go. That's why it won Best Sax Solo of 2021. You heard it here first. A couple other notable call-outs for the Tisbury's before we move on. They did a live session with us in the studio earlier this year. You can find that at at leftthedial.fm. Fantastic live session. Uh, They did not play this song, unfortunately, but they did play another song off of this EP, and that song is called "Better Than Before," and uh, I hope they don't hate me for saying this, but I think the live version absolutely smokes the EP version. Oh, um, they are such a good live band. Um,
4: so, <laughs> there there's a, a, a title joke in there somewhere. So like you, you're, you, you'd say that if you heard this version and then you heard the the live version, you would say that the live version is better than the version you heard before. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's exactly what I would say. Okay. <laughs> Uh and Caleb, correct me if I'm wrong, but we had the Tisbury's on uh the podcast to talk about an episode. We already we already mentioned that, didn't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you can also find that at leftthedial.fm. So head over there and check out all our good Tisbury's content. Uh hopefully it will not be the last of the Tisbury's content. Hopefully we'll be able to keep keep that good, good Tisbury's content coming your way. Tisbury's taking over left of the dial like they did the Philly music scene. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh
4: Caleb, do you want to take a guess at what's next? Um, you know, I don't. I don't know. My 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 heart wants some more first of October, but I assume that that's probably not what's coming up next. It's not what's coming up next, no.
3: Then I'm all out of ideas. Well, <clears throat> I've tried. I've tried nothing, and I'm out of ideas. Well, so am I. So this is gonna be a short episode. <laughs> no, that is that is not true. Uh, ah, I don't want to. I'm I'm trying to like space out all the good ones, but they're all good ones. Is the problem? So. Uh, I mean... The the spacing out is where we talk.
4: <coughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. That's how you space out the good one. I see. I see. My uh, foot still hurts. Well, I was dancing backwards and I fell
3: over a chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh Caleb. Well, if you're if your foot hurts too much, uh and you need to cry, it's okay because as the Sonderbombs told us earlier this year, oh. crying is cool.
4: let's take it all the way back to the beginning of the year. Uh
3: actually further than that cuz this record came out in 2020.
4: Whoops. Well, the song came out in 2020, but the record was released in January 2021. Uh no. According to uh what I'm seeing January 29th, 2021. I for think the that, uh, for the for Clothbound, the record. Yeah, the I song think th- was October 2020.
3: I think that's when the vinyl was released because i'm seeing the release date uh here as december 4th 2020 well that's probably right (laughs) so uh i'm gonna go ahead and give this album the uh title the award of best album best 2021 album that might have come out in 2020 we're not 100 percent sure we have conflicting information
4: best uh re-release from the first month of the year
3: yeah uh either way it came out if it if it did come out last year it was pretty late in the year so i'm counting it it's it's our podcast we can do what we want shut up don't at me <laughs> um and yeah crying is cool by the Sonderbombs. i forgot how much of a fucking jam
4: that song is same also like we definitely covered it this year because i definitely remember talking about it standing at this desk,
3: yeah, so and I think that's why I thought that um that it was this year because because I think that's why I thought it was this year yeah, i'm I mean, there's no way to know when we
4: actually released our episode. <laughs> it was definitely this year <laughs> uh but yeah, i I also had forgotten how good this was, and uh even more specifically. Uh, you may be shocked to learn, but the, the bass line, the bass tone, everything about the bass, I fucking love. Caleb's very happy. Caleb's all about that bass. I am all about that bass. Uh,
3: but I also do appreciate treble. Crying is cool. If you have not checked out this record, check it out. Uh, we did do an episode on it. Uh, they did not attend our episode, which is fine. It's fine. I'm not mad about it at all. Um, I, don't, I don't think we actually asked them. I think we just did the record. It's fine. Uh, but it's, you know, it's a good record, and you should hear the rest of it. But we don't have time to hear the rest of it. What do we have time to hear? We are going to take a bit of a turn. Oh. From the kind of thing I would normally put in my list. Okay. And that is going to be the song Through Mirrors by the band guilt you know
5: there comes a point we're looking for answers becomes more of a habit and less of a comfort i checked all the locks in my house and then it flooded i know they say that possessions can be replaced but why are photographs so effective are memories made collecting to complain, but sometimes it gets depressing how almost your entire skill set is investments your parents made almost 20 years before they knew That as I should be. So I never paid too much attention for how it all panned out for him. He's gone now and I've gotta live with it. You were kept like literature, like a catalog or a scripture, to be picked up and quoted and put back down. You are dead.
4: At the risk of stating the obvious, is a,
3: a very different <laughs> song. <laughs> very different, yes. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Guilt. A band I had been aware of for quite some time now, but uh, never really took the opportunity to check out until recently, uh, Folks who are regular listeners of the podcast may remember an episode we did, uh, few months back with, uh, with Maya from Queers to the Front, who is the, the manager, uh, for Guilt. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, for me, while I think the recording is fantastic, I think it's a, it's a great song. It's a great way to close out that three song EP, uh, in Windows Through Mirrors. Uh, they... Performed a set at Fest, and we were fortunate enough to shoot it, and it's on our YouTube channel. And the they they closed with this song, and the performance that they did is just absolutely mind-blowing. Uh the the somehow there's a lot of emotion in this song, right? I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. And uh somehow there's even more on stage when they're performing this song. And it was, it was one of those things where like I watched their whole set cause I was, I was filming it. And I remember, I remember thinking like, yeah, all right, this band's pretty good. This band's okay. And then they closed this song and I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> like it was, it was like, I watched the band level up right in front of me as they played this song to, to close the set. It was just, I can't describe the, like just you got to watch the video you have to go watch the video we'll link to it in the show notes of course um but yeah the the, the performance of the song at fest is just ugh. it's funny that the, you described like watching them
4: <clears throat> play this song um because the whole time i'm thinking like this this is more hardcore than anything that came out of the the scene that i grew up adjacent to uh, by far sure yeah uh, but also like the, the way you described like you the, yeah, okay dig this bed they're fine and then like that one song just like blows your mind uh that's a feeling i miss from going to see uh, you yeah. know, a band that i've never heard of where just like you suddenly see like the one thing that just clicks
3: yes <laughs> yes i i love that one thing that just clicks and for me it was this song performed at fest uh and I, you know, I, I, at the risk of getting into the discourse on what is and isn't emo, uh, this is definitely, <laughs> I would I would say that this is more. This this is closer to the original emo scene, like out of DC in in the eighties, than anything yeah. that, that's labeled emo today. Oh yeah, and that's not a judgment of. That's not saying this is better than than the stuff that's labeled emo today. It's not to say the stuff that's labeled emo today is bad. Uh, I just think that like this is this is what I want when I want emo. I want stuff that's like this. And yeah. it, it delivers. It's like all the
4: intensity and energy of <clears throat> like really good punk and hardcore bands with none of the like chugga-chugga bullshit.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Sorry
4: if you love the chugga-chugga bullshit. It's fine. It's fine. It's not for it us.
3: Does, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it does very little for me, uh, but this does a lot for me. Um, I I watch that fest set probably once a week. I have since since uh, we got back from fest. I believe that. Uh, it's it's very good. Again, please go please go watch it. And I'm not just saying that to get us views on YouTube. I genuinely think it's a, a phenomenal performance. But also. You know, please give us views on YouTube. (laughs) Hey, and while you're there, hit that subscribe button. Don't forget to ring that little bell so you get notified when we drop new videos and uh, give us a like for the algorithm or something. I don't know. That's what fucking YouTubers say. Just click it and say ring-a-ding-ding, motherfuckers. Yeah, ding the ding dong or whatever. It's Uh, Christmas time in the city. (laughs) It's Christmas time in our YouTube channel. (laughs) Speaking of which, Caleb, did you notice our extremely awesome uh, holiday-themed Twitter banner on our Left the Dial Twitter account? I did not because I never visit
4: any accounts directly, but I'm going to go look at it right now so that I can appreciate it. Oh, there's too much pressure. I can't find it. You can't, can't find, find our it. Twitter account? <laughs> I, I have a problem where I... Oh, I did see this earlier. How did I not... I don't know. It, well, you know, we've already said my memory is a garbage fire. Yeah. This is amazing. I love it.
3: Uh, that's That was Andrea. Andrea did that. Uh, I I believe that yeah. So that's that was uh, thank you Andrea for our lovely Christmas themed banner that it should yeah. still be up by the time this episode drops.
4: I have a problem where my brain says no. It'll be it'll be in the next one down if you just keep scrolling, and I will scroll endlessly rather than typing words.
3: <laughs> Fair. I don't know. Fair. Fair. Uh, Steve, can I tie into any thing? there i guess i can't uh then we're just gonna keep it rolling okay we're gonna keep it rolling we're going to uh we're gonna go a little on the other end of the uh emo i guess spectrum yes embrace it (laughs) (laughs) i don't even know if i would call you know what i'm 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 done with the emo for today i have no more no more emo comments for me because i'm gonna get i'm gonna piss someone off and I don't want to. Uh, there will be no more emo. Okay. <laughs> so. You once were a vegan. <laughs> now you will be gone. I hate <laughs> everything about everything <laughs> right now. Uh, okay. This one should be no surprise uh, Heart Racer by Hit Like a Girl. Is on my list this year. And of course, the track Monsters.
4: The bass walk up and that bendy guitar at the end and oh, every every little piece just falls again. So, shit. Yeah, you know, this was a contender for my record of the year when we talked about this mm-hmm. uh, sometime earlier this year. I don't even remember. Uh, only barely got edged out by uh, by the Harmony Woods
3: record, but mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this song is is one of the reasons. Yeah. why I loved it so much. And has a, a, a great uh, feature from Barty Strange, of course. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm which is always mm-hmm. fun. And, uh, yeah. That, I mean, we, we talked to Nicole about this whole record back in, I think, I want to say April. That feels right. That feels right. Uh, back in April. Uh, so, head to FM. You can check that episode out. And we also had uh, Hit Like a Girl in the studio for a live session as well, which you can find at leftthedial.fm. And they play this song yeah and they play it very well yes so check it out do that do go 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 do that and hit
4: subscribe (laughs) (laughs) don't forget to subscribe smash that like
3: button (laughs) gosh (laughs) oh Uh, the things that we have to do to be relevant on the internet but at least we can mock it Sure.
4: Hey, you know what? At least we don't have to go hand out flyers in the mall. All
3: right. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't miss those days. Um, oh, this is heat. No wonder I'm getting warm. <laughs> That'll do it. That's what heat does. I could have sworn I put it on air condition, but I put it on heat. You're conditioning the air just with heat. Not the, not the condition you want it to be in. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of things that aren't the condition I want them to be in... Uh, I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, but we do have one more track before the break. Okay. We're going to go out on, uh, track plagiarist by Dave Hawes from the new album, Blood Harmony. Which is also very good this year. Yes. And I presume it will continue to be good in years to follow. I can't see it changing. It's not going to get worse. I mean, Dave Hawes can't miss.
4: No, I, I'm still a little disappointed that he didn't sneak a, uh, a more explicit uh, Summer of 69 reference in either the start or end of the
3: song. But it's still a banger. It's still a banger. And yeah, this whole record rips. It's, I mean, if you, if you like Dave Haas, this is a Dave Haas record. <laughs> that's, that's all I can say. Like, if you like Dave Haas, you know what a Dave Haas record is, and this is it. And that's great.
4: I would I would almost go so, go so far as to say that this is like the you know appropriate for twenty twenty one. This is the the Dave Haas plus. Uh, it's the the premium model. Uh, they, they, I guess it doesn't really cost any extra, but you get some special features. What are the special features, Caleb? Tell us. You get an almost Brian Adams part. Okay, you get uh, you get Dave talking about being a dad. True, and uh, you get. Uh, a surprisingly like potent for like forty somethings and up record that I was not expecting uh, from a pop punk singer.
3: Well, there you go. <laughs> those are your special features. That's Dave Haas Plus. <laughs> those those are the special features you get when you upgrade today to Dave Hawes Plus. Use our <laughs> promo code Left the Dial at checkout. <laughs> And you'll get an extra 10% off your upgrade to Dave Haas Plus.
1: <laughs> Stupid.
3: <laughs> We're going to go ahead and take a break so Caleb can collect himself. Do the commercial. <laughs> and when we come back, we'll talk about a few more of my picks from the year, so stay tuned. Meet me later, we'll be
1: your eye, like that place on the drive, on the ocean side. i dollar off a stolen died
5: The Storyteller series brings you full cast audio productions of short stories. I'm the host, Megs. And each month, we'll bring you a brand new story performed by talented voice actors, interviews with great authors, and exclusive print edition stories. Listen wherever you enjoy podcasts. Catch us on Twitter and Instagram at NSR Storyteller or at NightshiftRadio.com. The Storyteller Series. Old Time Radio. Rebooted.
4: Hi, podcast listeners. This is Caleb from Nightshift Radio. If you love spooky stories as much as I do, but maybe aren't entirely sure that you believe in the paranormal, then you'll enjoy the newest Nightshift Radio original, Possibly Normal. Twice a month, we tell a true story of possible paranormal encounters from the perspective of the person who witnessed the events. In these stories, we offer no attempted explanation, only the truth as it was observed. So join me as Night Shift Radio presents Possibly Normal, starting January 2022, wherever you listen to podcasts.
6: the things they made me sign I was well preoccupied thinking secret sword and change all the same, all the same two salt pills for the morning drive, one more for a new friend of mine portal vein, nectarine tangerine all the same, take it to one moon, flutter around a good and to gold Blue seashells, barnacles of with splitting cells, swimming round in orange jam, manic dream, acid land. I know what's inside my head, better sealed from punishment. Mice and mink and creeping things, yellow rings, all the same, take it to. Where the shadows eat the sun. This is 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 where the shadows eat the sun. sun. This is where the shadows eat the sun.
3: you're still listening to left of the dial I'm still kitsy Caleb still has not been shattered nope but how's still here. your here but how's your heel or your ankle or it, whatever
4: it was it still is yeah my heel it's it's still bruised
3: but it, it's not shattered that's good I hope not I mean I feel like I would know. I hope I would know and we are of course still talking about 10 of my favorite picks from the year 2021 a very weird year
4: it was a very weird year
3: but a very good year for music mm-hmm Now as we've we've demonstrated as we demonstrated thus far, and I hope to continue to demonstrate as we go on. Now, you may think it's interesting that I picked a song that I recorded as one of my top ten of the year. And normally I would agree with you. I think it's interesting. I don't think it's strange. Well Or unreasonable. Here's let me tell you why I picked it. Tell uh, me why you picked it. Because normally I would not pick something I worked on uh, to be on this list. However, because uh, if I because if that was the case, it would just be 10 of my favorite Left of the Dial live sessions because they're all fantastic. Yeah, I mean, how would you even pick? I, I wouldn't. I would end up doing all of them. Um, <laughs> which is to say, go to Left of the Dial FM and binge all of our live sessions because they are absolutely delightful. Yes. Uh, fantastic, fantastic live sessions. But I like this one in particular because... The, the Lunar Year showed up to our studio, and unbeknownst to us, played eight brand new, never recorded, never before heard songs, and this was one of them. That's fucking rad. So, this Left of the Dial Live is essentially an album of new songs from the Lunar Year, which I think is really cool, and a really interesting way to to put those songs out there to the world for the first time is to do them live in studio. Uh, and this performance, again, all our left of the dial live sessions are amazing. All the artists we've had in are great. Something. Every one of them is your favorite. Every one of them is my favorite. I say that every time something about this performance is just so captivating. Okay. Like I just, I start watching it and I can't stop watching it. It's, there's just so many amazing little things going on throughout the songs. And everyone in that band has such a unique personality about them that mm-hmm. just makes this such a fun group of individuals to watch play music together. Um, and, and Katie from the Lunar Year is just it's uh, absolutely captivating front person performer. Uh, there, there's a part at the end where it sounds like she's singing gibberish. Mm-hmm. She's actually singing this is where the shadows eat the sun in reverse like legit in reverse like yes like legit in reverse and and I actually reversed the audio to to check and yes she is legit doing it for real in reverse that's amazing Live in the studio it's fucking wild uh, I'll have to I'll post a clip of it like flipped backwards so you can hear it. Um, obviously, it's not perfect, but it's like you can tell that's what she's singing. And it is like that is just a whole other level right there. Yeah. Like that is just like that's the kind of thing that like you do on a record as an effect. Like you take the line and you would flip it. You put it down, flip it and reverse it. Either? Yeah, just like that. But you wouldn't maybe necessarily do it live. No, not Katie. Katie shows up and, and has learned how to sing the line in reverse. It's fucking wild. <laughs> It's absolutely wild. Uh, oh, man. And it's just, it's just, like, there's just so many little things in this performance, this entire session, that I love. Um, and that's one of them. Yeah.
4: Well, I mean, like, I spend most of the song thinking, like, this sounds like those lights look. <laughs> okay. You're, of course, referring to the lights in the studio. The lights in the studio, yeah. Like, and by that, I essentially mean, like, it feels like I'm there yeah and that like for what i mean shout out to you on that as well but the song itself pulls you in so much uh and then this this like cacophony in the middle this just chaos and then right back down to this just like almost nothing
3: yeah uh and uh no kudos to me on the on the lighting or the videography because i i do have nothing to do with any of that that is our very talented video crew uh, led by Andrea and Alex, that that make all that happen. So that Hell is yeah. all props to them because I, if I was if it was up to me, it would look bad because uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea. Audio I got like visuals, not my not my strong suit. So, and that's why we bring in people who know what they're doing to do that yeah. stuff. But that's how it works. That's how it works. Uh, other shout out for the lunar year. Um, uh, Katie was recently on the 25 o'clock podcast with Dan Drego. A great interview there. Yeah. Um, definitely check that out. Definitely listen to that because it's good. It's a, it's a much better interview than we usually do because we're not good at it. Um, <laughs> Dan is. So <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm just telling him like it is. <laughs> uh, but in the... Uh, in the spirit again, I'm gonna give some of these uh some of these selections awards. I'm gonna give this one the award of best backwards singing in 2021. I like it. Yeah. Find find me a better one. I dare you. I I couldn't. That's right, you couldn't. I wouldn't. You you wouldn't. I wouldn't dare. You wouldn't dare. Let's see, we got four more to go. What do I want to what do I wanna go with first here? Well, let's go with a pick that I think might end up on your list, Caleb. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And that is the song Guest Room by Future Teens off of the EP Deliberately Alive. one of your picks uh for the podcast we talked about this earlier in the year on the podcast and this this is an album or an ep rather that you chose
4: yeah and this uh this ep still ranks very highly for me this year and uh listening to this track again just brings that right back like i remembered the the feeling of putting this record on as i was on a train ride like going across the the mississippi river and this song comes on like Hell yeah. Uh, and I also just want to take a moment having, uh, you know, in the time between first hearing this song and now having crossed the threshold into my 40s, uh, just to to let Amy know, you know what? That feeling of, uh, 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 how do I get it right? <laughs> that doesn't go away. No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know how when we were kids and we thought our parents like knew what they were doing and had all their shit together? Yeah. They absolutely they did not. <laughs>
4: We just then growing older is about just like how well do you hide what a garbage fire you are?
3: Yes, it's it's managing the chaos is all it is. It's just getting better at managing the 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 dumpster fire that is the world.
4: And part of how I manages it manage manages it. How, let me tell you, easy
3: for you to say. <laughs>
4: Let me tell you about how it manages it, uh, is with songs like this, yeah. with absolute fucking bangers, yeah. like Guest Room by Future Teens.
3: Hell yeah. I also am happy to report, um, Andrew and I went to see uh, Future Teens in Wilmington, Delaware a couple weeks ago, Very uh, jealous. open for the Wonder Years. Uh, Very jealous. And yes. And uh, pronoun, who we're going to be talking to in a couple weeks, actually, fuck uh, yeah, played that show, and uh, so did Proper. What a fucking stacked lineup that was! That's a hell of a show. <laughs> it was. It was. Thank you. <laughs> um, and I am. I am pleased to report that uh, not only do future teens rip as hard as you think they do by listening to their records, because they do, yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, but I also got the chance to meet Amy, and they are a delight, uh, an absolutely lovely person i believe it uh but yeah that that ep is great we covered their uh their last album last year which was great they're just they're one of those bands that again they just everything they do is great and i hope we i hope next year we get to talk about another great release from future teens. keep them coming just keep, keep them coming. coming don't stop don't stop now yes future teens left the dial alive in 2022 maybe
4: We'll just We, we well, can we can will it into existence we can. Space star ordering we, we, we,
3: Space star ordering The power of wishy thinking I'm trying to figure out if I can spin space star ordering Into a um, yeah. uh, Well you know Space star ordering kind of sounds like praying Only Weirder Okay. Uh, so we're going to check out The song Prayer for Lonely People Off of Wild River by Anika Pyle
4: We didn't cover this song on uh, the episode with Anika, did we? We did not, which is why I picked right. it. Right. That, was, that, was, uh, that was a sneaky pick. Sneaky pick, I like it. This
3: was, uh, this was a very pretty song. It, it was. And uh, I picked this song because, uh, again, I feel like I'm just plugging all of our live sessions at this point, but they're all so good. Mm. Uh, uh, Anika played this song on her Left of the Dial live session with us earlier this year, uh, which featured our good friend Kaylee Goldsworthy, yay uh, on violin viola and vocals uh, as well as uh, Kylie from Pedal on keys and vocals uh what a dream team of a lineup that is just yeah three of the best like singers and songwriters and musicians uh in Philadelphia and and uh, Zach their drummer who I'm not as familiar with but uh also phenomenal musician just like y- you put people like that in a room and give them instruments and good stuff's gonna happen no matter what like fucking super group. It, it really, it really is. Um, and so we, I, I feel very fortunate that, that we were able to have we were able to fit that much talent in my small little studio uh, and and get to make something good out of it. Um, but yeah, this song uh, uh, Anika played this song on on the episode and or on the on the live session and uh, I love the performance of it and that's why I picked it for my pick for. Wild River which is uh, again one of the, probably one of the coolest releases that's come out this year. I mean it's it's a mixture of music and poetry mm-hmm. which is kind of an interesting uh, you know interesting thing to do on an album. Uh oh, and I, like. I
4: really loved talking to Anika on yes. our on our episode uh, about the idea of being a poet and a musician and mixing those mm-hmm. two concepts uh, and just the art of everything on this record so it was
3: that was a that was a really fun interview i really enjoyed uh i enjoyed that episode it's uh, anika's always a delight to talk to always uh what a great what a great human being mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and uh and uh anika recently had to pull out of some shows uh due to testing positive for covid Ooh. so uh anika we hope you're feeling better yes we hope uh we hope 2022 uh, starts better than 2021 ended for you. Uh, cause that's a rough one. And, yeah. uh, we're, our, our thoughts, thoughts are with you. Yes. If you're listening to this, I mean, there's with you if, if you're not too, but I guess if you are, then you know, so, yeah, so that's that's kind of how thoughts work. Yeah. That's kind of, it's kind of how if a person thinks a thought in the forest and there's no one there to hear it, does a tree fall? Yes. Oh, Caleb. Yes. Kitty. Isn't that the way it goes? that's just the way it is no isn't that the way it goes I don't know isn't that the way it always fucking goes oh no I hate it here oh no we're talking of course about Gully Boys their EP they put out this year on get better records called Favorite Son and uh, I absolutely love the opening track of this The Way
4: For a fastball cover. It sounds nothing <laughs> like the original.
3: <laughs> well, I see, Caleb, what they did was they changed uh, they changed the music and they changed the words. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So that it's I I can hear that now. Well, because you know because th- Fastball wanted way too much money in royalties to cover the song. They just wanted so much money, so they're like, okay, well, we'll just change a little bit and then a little bit turned into the whole song.
4: <laughs> so. <laughs> If I ever had a song called The Way, I wouldn't be able to help myself. If I played it live, I would always introduce it as a fastball cover. <laughs> this is that song by Fastball. <laughs> what ever happened to Fastball? Uh, I don't know, but I heard them playing at the, the, the big box hardware store
3: the other day when we went to return a ceiling fan. So That's the most fucking <laughs> 40-year-old man thing you've ever said. Yes! <laughs>
4: What's funny is like just like a day or two before, I had been trying to explain to Ellen who Fastball was because uh, I made a reference to them just as an aside, and she couldn't remember. And then it comes on while we're there, and I was like, "This is Fastball." She's like, I don't care. <laughs> that sounds like Ellen. <laughs> so I need to spend more time with this EP, "Favorite Son." Yeah, you to do. Like really establish a like an informed opinion about it. But I remember when you told me that the Gully Boys were, were going to be on Left of the Dial Live, which was a great performance. And we, you know, obviously we're going to say this about every single one of them, but it was that's because they all are kick ass performance. Uh, I was like, all right, well, I'll check them out, and I I put it on. Like I, I felt like I remembered I'd listened to it a little bit before. I was like, yeah, I don't really know if it's my jam. And then I, I put it on, and in like less than thirty seconds, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is extremely my jam.
3: Yeah. <laughs> th- this is a a fantastic song. The EP is fantastic. They are a fantastic band. Um, they, uh, they they played "Left the Dial Live" and did a great job. Uh, was it fantastic? It was fantastic.
4: When they when they drove home, was it a fantastic voyage?
3: Uh, well, yeah, I would say so because uh, th- from from here, they they actually stayed at my house. Uh, that night, because they, yeah. they played a show, they played a show at Philomoca here in Philly. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and then they stayed here at my house, and that was like a couple days before Fest. So after, so basically, they left from here and headed down towards Fest. I think they played a few shows on the way uh, with, with Sonderbombs. Actually, they were on tour with Sonderbombs. That um, does
4: sound like a fantastic voyage.
3: It does sound like a fantastic voyage. But what I will say is, they left my house very clean uh, because Andrea and I had to wake up very early the next morning to leave for Fest because we had to get there. We had to get there, uh, like a day early and we had to drive all day. And so it was like a get up at five in the morning and leave kind of thing. So we snuck out while they were all still sleeping. And when I came home, I was very pleased to see that my house was left in a very clean and they folded all the sheets and everything. It was lovely. They're great people.
4: Goddamn kids and bands.
3: Always treating your house with respect. I and know. Taking care of your Basically what I'm saying is if gully boys want to stay at your house, you should let them because they're nice people and they won't, they won't trash your shit. So, hey. you know, Anyway, uh, <laughs> they played it Fest. We also shot that set. So that set is up on our YouTube channel as well. Another great performance. Uh, definitely worth checking out. Uh, if this band doesn't blow up next year, I'm going to be shocked. 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 And not even like the Fry meme shocked, no, just actually like shocked. Actually shocked. <laughs> yeah, no. This is a great band. They work hard, they make good music. They. They're on a great label. Like the, all the all the all the pieces are there. Come on, fucking 2022, make it happen. And not only that, they had their van stolen with all their gear in it right before oh, right. right before their tour. All their gear, their van, everything gone. And they still managed to go on tour and rock and play songs and shred people's faces off. Uh with the help from some friends and they have a GoFundMe that is still, I believe still active. They're still trying to scrape together a little bit more money to replace the stuff insurance wouldn't cover. So we will uh, try to link to that in the show notes as well. So you can throw them a few dollars if you can spare it. I'm sure they would love that for Christmas. Uh, Just a couple extra dollars to help them get back on their feet and recover from such a terrible thing that is befalling so many bands these days.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And that's amazing that they managed to still make the tour happen. That's
3: I mean, it was literally like days before the tour. And yeah. I remember the, the first thing I thought was like, oh, no, are they going to be able to do this tour? And yes, the answer is yes. They borrowed gear from friends and they did the tour and it was awesome. Hell yeah. So good on them. Can't say but enough Kitsy. about those those boys. They're, so, they're such good boys. Yeah, Those gully boys.
4: Um, Kitsy. Speaking of fantastic journeys, yes. voyages, yes. fantastic voyages, this this journey that we're on, yes, I feel like we're we're
3: coming to an end. We are coming to an end. We have one more song, one more song, one more yeah, song. this is the encore. This is one the encore. More song. So yeah, we've we've reached the end of our episode here. And Caleb, any guesses as to the band that's going to take us out? Who who did I leave off my list that? Really, you can't believe isn't on my list. Yeah, fuck. I don't even remember who we've talked about you're, so far. You're gonna, I was say you're gonna name a band, and like, fuck, I forgot about them. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't have you do this. Yeah, let's let's. Not. Uh, well, the, actually, do we have any announcements? Anything we got to cover before we go? Um, no upcoming left of the dial
4: live sessions, right?
3: Uh, we have a few in January. They'll be on Three our Jan- website, FM. Okay. Go check that out. Uh. Yeah, we have a few booked, a yeah. few more yeah. in the works.
4: And, and of course, as Kitsie mentioned, uh, the, the other show that uh, we host together, Second Edition One, is coming to a close at the end of this month. Uh, but just in time to ring in the new year, ah, yes. uh, I'll be launching a, a brand new show that I'm very excited about. You may have heard us talk about it recently, uh, called Possibly Normal, where I'll be telling true, or at least I believe them to be true because someone told me they were uh, stories of things that may or may not be Paranormal
3: just just fun little spooks to to kick off a new year i've heard so. uh i've heard a few of the episodes already and folks let me tell you they're they're <laughs> delight and they're short you know i've i've feedback i get people a lot of times is like i don't have time to listen to a whole podcast well now you do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because caleb he he has heard you and he has made you a short podcast just just little bite-sized spook nuggets <laughs> For your ear mouths to enjoy. Can, can we please make that the official tagline of the podcast? <laughs> By uh, spook nuggets. Yes,
4: yes we can.
3: Uh, so yeah, check it. I mean, it's
4: it's available now to uh, to go and subscribe to and, on your podcast player of choice. Possibly normal, or you can uh, head over to PossiblyNormal.com slash listen to uh, to to pick a place to listen. And uh, I I hope you enjoy it. I really do. It's it's been a fun project to to get off the
3: ground. Well, I I do enjoy it, Caleb, and I look forward to hearing more. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I look forward to hearing what your last pick is. Well, so do I, because I forgot to pick. No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I did, I, did, I do have it here. I have it right here. Uh, no end of the year list for 2021 would be complete without Cat Bite. Cat Bite. And we're gonna go out on uh, the album "Nice One." The track "Bitty Bitty Bomb Bomb." which is a cover.
4: I don't think it's unreasonable to say that Catbite is my favorite Scott band.
3: Uh, no, I don't think it is at all. And I would agree. They are your favorite Scott band. <laughs> uh, I, I love Cat Bite. They're so good. Uh, this record they put out this year, nice one, is a killer record. so fun. It's so fun. Uh, this This Selena cover is just a delight to listen to Uh, honestly like
4: listening to it and just kind of getting lost in it like it's hard to believe that this isn't just like blowing up the radio
3: well it was when it was a selena song (laughs) that's what i'm saying it's hard to believe that like this
4: like this version is not out there now Mm. driving people wild uh out of of their selena nostalgia yeah yeah you'd think so but (sighs) world just isn't ready for ska Fucking get your shit together world
3: yeah uh, Cap. I, I picked this song specifically from this record for a few reasons. Number one, we had Brit and Tim from Cat Bite on the podcast this summer to talk about Nice One, and they we we talked about a lot of great songs from the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was not one of them, and I picked it for that reason. But also because uh, I think Cat Bite. I'm gonna give them. I'm actually gonna give them three awards. Oh, this year they're gonna get three awards because I I'm I'm calling it right now. 2021 was the year of Catbite uh i feel like they just absolutely blew up this year um you know they went from i would say relative obscurity outside of like the hardcore ska fan circles to playing the main stage at fest uh this year and i I think that's extremely cool which by the way that performance their main stage at fest is on our youtube channel so go ahead and hit that subscribe button yeah yeah, with a hilarious, if I do say so myself, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia parody intro, <laughs> uh, which I'm very proud of. Um, yes. That whole set is is fantastic. They absolutely kill it. Um, uh, so, yeah, 2021, the year of Cat Bites. I'm going to give them three awards. The first award I'm going to give them is uh, Best Covers. Okay. Uh, this band has done so many fucking good covers uh, this being one of them they have a few covers on their first record they played uh a uh selector cover a clash cover and an elvis costello cover during their left of the dial live session which you can watch right now at left the and nice. those are great covers they did a no doubt cover set at fest playing mostly stuff from tragic kingdom which oh, i yes. was unfortunately not able to attend uh but i heard was amazing. And I, there's some videos on cat bites, YouTube page from that, uh, from that. So go check that out. Uh, there's also a recent, uh, they recently did a few dates with street manifesto and I believe on their YouTube channel is a, uh, video of them playing uh, Sunday morning by no doubt at uh, union transfer, which was a huge show, um, huge sold out show. And that was, uh, an absolute delight to, I, I got to see them play that, uh, that set. And it was just so cool to see them on such a big stage with such a big crowd. And they just absolutely commanded that crowd. And it was so cool to see, love, uh, love, love seeing good people achieve success, doing the thing that they love to do. And it just makes me smile. So, uh, and I also had the, uh, very fortunate fortune of helping cat bite record a few covers for some one off things that are coming out next year that I probably can't talk about. Uh, but I will just say they're Ooh. all very very good uh, they're all very good and you should keep an eye out on Cat Bite if you want to hear them do some more dope covers uh but they they just they have their covers game is just off the charts they they do such good covers uh so that's that's award number one All uh, right, I'm with you. I already forgot what the other two awards I was gonna give them was so. Let's just say it's that one three more times, two more times. No. They'll get they'll get those in the mail. They'll get those in the mail, yeah. Uh <laughs> we'll print those off and mail them to them. Uh no, uh best best ska band from Philly. Okay. I will give them they might be the only one at the moment. <laughs> uh, but that's okay. That doesn't make it any less meaningful. True. Um and uh yeah, I think I think breakout artist of the year for me it was, was Catbite. Um I think just, okay. just going into their their trajectory and and all the the cool stuff they got to do this year. And I hope to see them do even more cool stuff next year.
4: I'm looking forward to it. I haven't been this excited
3: about Ska in a very long time. I've never (laughs) been this excited about Ska. Kale, I'm curious to see, hear what you think. Are there any, any surprises in my list for you? Were you surprised by any of these? Uh, I was surprised by guilt. Okay. Um, That's
4: that tracks. uh, I I, I wasn't familiar, and it was a very, very standout track. Mm -hmm. Uh, The rest of it, no, it it all made perfect sense, and I'm right with you on some of these picks. They were some real highlights for me this year as well.
3: Excellent, excellent. Well, Caleb, I can't wait to hear your picks for 2021 next week. Me too. And I hope you do as good a job as I did because feel like i set the bar pretty high mm, that's that's true it is true so anyway that's it that's all the songs that's all the all songs that happened in 2021 oh wow yep just those it 10 short,
4: it was a short year and not very eventful
3: oh i'd say these 10 songs are pretty fucking eventful
4: wouldn't you <laughs> Uh, the songs, yes. Uh, it was, I was making a joke about the year because it was, in fact, not short or uneventful.
3: Ugh, so many things happened this year and none of them were good. Some of them were good, but... Anyway. Hey, everyone. Hey. Everyone, go go get your booster shot, if you haven't, please, and wear, wear a fucking mask. And if you're going to shows, especially, wear a mask. I don't want shows to keep getting canceled. I like going to shows.
4: We're at the end of year two of this podcast and
3: we're... We're still saying it. This pod This pod What's going to end first, the podcast or or the pandemic? Stay tuned to find out. I really hope it's the pandemic. <laughs> On that note. We're going to hear "Bitty Bitty Bomb Bomb, Selena cover by Catbite off of their most recent album, Nice One, which you can get wherever you get records. And you should, because it's a very good one. It's You know what? It's a nice one. It is a nice one. It is a nice one. This has been Left of the Dial. I have been Kitsy. Caleb has been Koi. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back next week.